This is take 10. Look at a little take thing. This <laughs> is like that. Action. There's something you can find me in the back row sleeping through the whole damn class. Ick. But Varsity Donuts to me are no different than any other gas station donut. The most power move people on planet Earth are the people that grab a shopping cart at Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> you follow me and then unfollow me the next week? Listen, you aren't that special. So if you see me walking the streets of Manhattan kind of pretending I have fins, mind your own business. All right, hey everybody, welcome to the Right in the Middle podcast. It's Noah and Cameron here, back again. Um, they let Did us back in. Us? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guess not, but here we are. Welcome to episode two. Thanks for making it this far. So yeah, we were talking about this earlier before we started. Episode one almost didn't happen uh, because um, the studio we record in started to have problems right after production. And almost deleted our entire episode, but luckily I backed it up, so... This actually has origins very similar to the Wabash Cannonball, if you guys have heard that story. Um, a little bit different issue, whereas the Wabash Cannonball came from the fire, and it was the last standing piece of music. This came from a crashed computer. <laughs> it was the last standing file. So yeah, I had to quickly pull the entire episode off the studio's computers, put it on um, whatever the cloud system we use here at K-State, and then quickly put it on my Mac, and then quickly <laughs> edit it on my Mac. So, <laughs> episode one made it, but here we are in episode two, which it's been a good week since then. Um, I've moved that can blue chunks i hate moving i think um when i get older i'm going to just start paying people to move me in my small amount of crap that fits in my 2007 chevy malibu but yeah uh i had an interesting week as well my manager retired i was pretty upset about that but he gave me his polo so now i own a polo at work and <laughs> that commands at least trace amounts of respect you know the the person you can tell who's in charge by if they're wearing a polo or not yeah it's gonna be a big transition to me i've wore athletic shorts to work every every night the past am I hearing, four months. Am I so hearing a call for cargo shorts? <laughs> it's either going to have to be cargo shorts or jeans, possibly. <laughs> Maybe slacks. We'll see. Oh, I'm holy feeling shit. crazy. If I go to Aggieville and I see somebody, if I saw somebody, if I saw a bouncer wearing slacks, I'd be like, this dude absolutely commands the operations. Oh, yeah. Around here. Between wearing slacks and then I like to put a mouthpiece behind my ear. That way, if I'm about to get in a fight, I can put it in, and the person I'm about to fight would be like, oh, hell no. That guy has been in a lot of fights because he has a mouthpiece. There's no other reason he'd have one. Little do they know, there's a $4,000 dental insurance on the mouthpiece, and That's... I don't have health insurance. So. Oh, God. This is why we need you to go ahead and subscribe and rate our podcast so that Cameron can get health insurance. Health <laughs> insurance is for city slickers anyways. I don't need it. But yeah, on other news, we are on Spotify now. We are awaiting approval from Apple, so bear with us. So be sure and tell your friends to get on Spotify uh, and share it. That'd be great. So yeah, we're going to start right up with it with what's going on in K-State football. We're super close. I saw a tweet the other day where the seatbacks were installed for season ticket holders. Those lucky bastards have to get a seat in the seatbacks. <laughs> As of today, there's 32 days until 
kickoff, which is incredibly exciting. Um, on my way home from work today, I drove past the stadium just so I could get a feel, so I could feel something. <laughs> when I'll go on like Green Apple bike rides with my friends after work, like three in the morning, always go straight to the bill. You can do some sick burnouts that in that a, parking lot. That's uphill. <laughs> it's uphill both ways, but I, I'm tougher than nails. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I was on my way home from work and there's a ton of road construction. I was like, you know what? It's going to take at least 20 minutes of what should take 10 to get home today. I'm going to drive by the bill just so I can feel something for once. Drove by it. It astounds me how much nicer the bill looks from the west side than the east. <laughs> People on the west side. The west is like a castle and the east is like not a castle. For example, the west side's like walking into a Target. The east side's like walking into Walmart at I'm 3 a.m. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Target. You'll see that later on in our episode. <laughs> oh, um, oh. Oh, yeah. Also in this episode, be sure and stay tuned. We're going to do our uh, mediocre mountain. For the first time, we're going to put things on the mountain. So we're going to see what lands at the top for both of us. And then we'll have some honorable mentions. But for now, we're we're still on football. It, it doesn't seem like it should be coming this quick, but it is that quick. We're kicking off against Nichols. Very first game. It's going to uh, be good. The Saturday before, they're actually holding a meet and greet for the football player. <laughs> Uh, you can go out to the field between, I believe, 1 and 3 on August 24th. Meet the football team. This is some next-level stuff. <laughs> if I get to meet the football team, specifically senior fullback, transfer from Butler Community College in Yukon, Luke Soa, I will lose my gourd. <laughs> that guy's an animal. So our next guest will be him. Um, he did follow me on Twitter this week after I DM'd him a picture of him on the cover of NCAA 20. Oh! He responded. It was pretty, pretty neat. <laughs> also in uh, things that have broke since the last episode is the SEC Big 12 basketball pairings have been matched up. We're going to be playing Alabama at Alabama, so we won't get to watch an SEC game at home this we year. We want Bama. We, we want Bama, but just in basketball, please. No, I, I, no. I tend to think that our crop judging team could take down Bama, and that's the only sport that matters. Listen here, our crop judging team can take on any crop judging team. <laughs> As a proud student of the College of Agriculture, I can say that whenever I am other at other universities and they say that we don't have a national championship, I quickly correct them that we have the Are most we pushing twenty. I think we're pushing twenty crop judging championships, which, oh, baby, you walk into the room and drop that bit of knowledge on some people you're going to command respect. <laughs> we should hang a banner inside Bramlage. <laughs> we should hang all the crop judging banners inside Bramlage Coliseum. That will make us have the biggest home field <laughs> advantage in the Big 12. Whatever Fieldhouse can kiss it. And whenever they, whenever ESPN comes to cover games here, when they do that opening shot and they always like zoom in on our banners and stuff, they just zoom in on the crop judging banners. That's what we should do. Yeah, we should Instead do. Instead of having 20 individual ones, we should have 20 of them stacked from the top to the bottom. <laughs> it just hangs down like 30 feet. I would watch a 30 for 30 on uh, K-State crop judging. Or an HBO sports documentary on K-State crops judging. I don't know. It could be great. seems like the ideal way to waste an hour. I They get it. Like, the superior lack of attention the crops judging team gets makes me angry. Like, I would wear a national championship crops judging t-shirt, even though I have nothing to do with the crops judging team. I'd wear one of those shirts. But... 
I like. I'm really excited about this SEC matchup specifically because we never really get to see um, Big Twelve SEC matchup in basketball. First of all, so that's exciting. Um, more um, interesting enough, I'm really to see, really interested to see the Kentucky Texas Tech matchup. I think that's going to be really exciting, giving Texas Tech success um, in the NCAA tournament, um, and obviously Kentucky and yeah. who they are in basketball. It'll be really interesting to see how sustainable Texas Tech success is. That'll uh, be exciting, and then. <laughs> If anybody saw this graphic that the Big 12 tweeted, you will notice in the bottom right corner <laughs> the two most absolute powerhouse noteworthy schools in both of our conferences, Missouri and West Virginia. People are going to think of this game like Fraser Ali. I'm telling you. It's like the rumble in the jungle, but... You know how when a tree falls in the jungle, no one hears it? It's like that. That's, no one's <laughs> going to pay attention to this. It's going to be like that game. To put this in perspective, I would rather watch a full two hours of The Bachelorette than watch Missouri and West Virginia. Not The Bachelor, just The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Okay. Yeah. Just clear Because I there. watch The Bachelor, so I have to keep up with some stuff around here. I don't have the time for that. <laughs> I'd rather take a two-hour nap. <laughs> Naps are very important to me if anyone's listening to this. The amount of times I've fallen asleep, I have fallen asleep in class on campus so many times. And the other thing, too, is like, I'm not the only one. Like, I'm... <laughs> Especially if it's like one of those hour lectures and oh. it's like political science or something, you can find me in the back row sleeping through the whole damn class. It kind of amazes me how little anyone cares what you do in class. <laughs> like, there's been classes where I've, like during March Madness, I was watching every single basketball game. Oh, I watch the Masters during class too. Yeah. <laughs> and no one bats an eye. They're just like, okay, do whatever you want there, champ. All right. Well, now this is peak for a number of reasons because this is the first time we're introducing this. Now it's time to climb up Mediocre Mountain to find out what we have on the mountain. So Cameron, take it away. What is on your Mediocre Mountain, starting at the bottom? Starting at the bottom. Okay, I might catch some flack for this one, but I've never thought Varsity Donuts was worth the hype. God. And here's why. Ouch. The Varsity Truck... It is a great, I love the Varsity truck, but Varsity Donuts to me are no different than any other gas station donut. (laughs) The only difference is the setting. Like, it's cool that you have board games inside. You're still mediocre. I'm paying twice as much as I would for a donut in Casey's. True. If we had a Casey's. Duh. (laughs) I wish. All right. So I'm at the base of my mediocre mountain. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, yeah. At the base of my mediocre. Basically any sporting goods (laughs) store. It's like, (laughs) I want to be a hype beast. I'll pay double the cost. I want to buy two Nike shirts. Okay. The most power move people on planet Earth are the people that grab a shopping cart at Dick's Sporting Goods. (laughs) And it's never, you never see college students grabbing it. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been into dicks like i've bought i i was in high school at one point in time i bought stuff from there and i like get a pair of tennis shoes from there but the people can grab a shopping cart on their way in what kind of money <laughs> yeah it's always those baseball dads the, one, it's the baseball cargo dads? shorts my kid's gonna play d1 baseball <laughs> even though his kid hates baseball <laughs> and he's just living vicariously through him <laughs> Uh, we well, wasn't me. I'm not gonna say that. Didn't say that on here. Uh, or 
the soccer mom. Not it doesn't have to be in Kansas. We don't really have soccer moms. We have basketball moms, and the ba- <laughs> the basketball moms are right up there with our soccer moms, and then the wrestling moms are one step up from that. But the basketball moms in this state are the ones that push a shopping cart around Dick's Sporting Goods, and just their kids show up, and they tend uh, they just wear like the bright colored socks, the like shorts, leggings, to leggings. A scrimmage. Yes, they <laughs> they wear freaking leggings to a scrimmage. They're 12-year-old is out there in Jordans and they're screaming at the ref. And the shooting sleeve. Shooting sleeve is very important. Oh, there is nothing more powerful than a 12-year-old with a shooting sleeve. You give him a step, he's draining it in your face. (laughs) Uh, Next up on my mediocre mountain, as I kind of alluded to earlier, Target. I've never thought Target was anything special. The main reason I think people shop at Target is to classify themselves as superior to the shoppers of Walmart because it's almost the identical product, but you're paying more. It's like true. You're buying your status. True. I don't. I don't like that. I, I kind of okay. Ouch. <laughs> you can find me in the local Target. Like I get it. I think the only reason I shop at Target is because my mom went there. Like, so I was always like, oh, I'll go to Target. But ever since I've moved here, one, the Target's on the west end of Manhattan. Yeah. And if you're not from Manhattan and you live on the east end of Manhattan, it takes a balls long time it for does. no reason to get out on the west side and to go to Target. And two, every time I'm in there, I feel very dressed down. <laughs> like I, what I'm wearing right, right now, I'm wearing a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. Like that's what I'll wear to Target. And people in there are like, they're dressed nice. And they have kids. Like, I can buy two things in here and maybe not max out my debit card. So <laughs> Yeah. Granted, I've been to Target quite a few times. I, I just never bought into the hype. I love, one of my favorite things freshman year was getting my friends together at two in the morning, going to Walmart, buying Oreos or just something stupid like that. See, I think the difference is too in Oreo, I mean, not Oreos. <laughs> I do like Oreos. And it, Oreos Double stuffed. That is not, Oreos are not on Mediocre Mountain. They are in Lit Lake. Whoa. <laughs> but Walmart, you can do some you can do some, thi- like, you can get away with stuff in Walmart. Like, you can joke around in there. You can have a good time. Target, it's all business. <laughs> you're getting that shopping you, you're, you're getting, Bye You're God. getting in there, and you're making your laps, and you're getting out. If you interfere uh, with Kathy getting her weekly groceries, Kathy, you're your neck wrong. Kathy getting her groceries and Rachel looking at the Magnolia collection from Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> I'm going to be real. I don't even know what a Magnolia is. Good. I know the uh, Playboy Cardi song, Magnolia. I don't know if that has any correlation at all. All right. Magnolia's this collection. It's by this couple called Chip and Joanna Gaines, who too are two like great people. Don't get me wrong. They have a show on TV. It's a great show. My mom watches it. I've watched it. Not a bad show. Uh, next on my <laughs> mediocre mart, mediocre mountain is Pizza Ranch. Pizza That's an interesting. I put me. Pizza Ranch on Mediocre Mountain because simply it is the most mediocre place I have ever eaten in my life. See, I think CeCe's is more mediocre than Pizza Ranch. You could argue CeCe's that. Pizza to me, all like doesn't matter if you get pepperoni, cheese. Uh, I, I, I'm blanking on other pizza <laughs> flavors, but they all taste the same. It's like but also cardboard I, pizza galore. I could be wrong about Pizza Ranch because look at the. Like like most things in this town, the Pizza Ranch has held on while Pi 5... Is Pi 5 closed? Yeah, Pi 5 joined the grave, didn't it? It's gone, right? Along the rankings of fuzzies? Fuzzies. Rest in peace, fuzzies. 
Pi 5 will. <laughs> Pi 5 has joined the grave along with Fuzzies and Pita Pit. There's a special place in our hearts for Pi 5. Yeah, Pi 5. I mean, Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch is there. It's very average. It's very mediocre. I ate there once. Sorry, Pizza Ranch. Welcome to Mediocre Mountain. You'll have to impress me to get off. <laughs> okay. Next one, along the lines of food. As many of you know, I'm from uh, Haymaker Hall. That's where I came up in K-State. And thus, I think Kramer Dining Center is extremely overrated. I'll give you that. I think Kramer I actually wrote a, a speech about this in public speaking. Uh, the main reason I think it's overrated is because it's so big that no one is forced to sit next to each other. And a big part of my eating experience that I enjoy is the interaction with others. So if I'm not sitting by someone, I'm not enjoying myself while I eat. And all you Kramer stands, I don't, I'm not hip with the language. I don't even know what stand means still. But you guys need to stop degrading the derb and you need to take what we do so well and how we sustained ourselves as the best dining center on campus for 30 years without changing a damn thing and maybe, maybe trying to implement it. You know, the people of the Derb are nicer than the people of Kramer. I, I'll give you that. I think, you know, I never lived in the dorms, but I, I do agree that I, I have eaten in the Derb because I had friends in the dorms and one time I used one of their guest passes oh, and um, the Derb, let me tell you, first of all, if you have a friend in the dorms, take advantage of the guest pass system. Step two, eat at the Derb, which may or may not, is it going to be open? I'm not sure. For the 1920 semester? I think I it's closed first semester. They're doing like renovations to try. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, I was pretty bummed. Because like the inside of the Derb is like very nostalgic, like it has neon. Oh, it's like a <laughs> you're eating in a diner every yeah, day. It's like it's like welcome to 1993 in the Derby Dining Center, which I love. Yeah, I freaking love that. I that's like yeah, I love the Derby Dining Center. But Kramer is Kramer. Whenever you walk into it, it's just overwhelmingly large. And I love how ceilings are huge on campus tours. The, if you take a campus tour at K State, they take you inside Weefald, and then they take you through Kramer, and then they're like, nothing to see here, and they don't show yeah, you the there's derb. No other dorms. There's, there's I'll nothing have you to know, see Haymaker here. was a great time. <laughs> nothing but studying occurred in there. Oddly enough, the only dorm I've been inside of is um, Ford. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't for that. Oh, <laughs> no. We got a madman here. Don't, don't get any quick thoughts. It's because I have a friend there. I, my other favorite sport to do um, is to drive by Ford on a Friday or Saturday night, and there's just a huddle of Rebecca's waiting for the waiting for the frat DDs to come pick them up. Is it my? Am I still got? I still have one left, yeah, right? Yeah. I also have one. Next up on my mediocre mountain are people that follow you on Instagram to make you follow them back. <laughs> And then, you ever do on Instagram, you ever just do a little spot check, you ever just oh. click on the follower, click and see if they're following you, and the next week, that piece of shit isn't following you, because they needed a follower. Those people, listen up here, you're lucky you're not at the top of Mediocre Mountain, but you're also in a, you're also going to go to a special spot in hell. When I cared more, junior year of high school, I had an app that, like, reported, it was like, these people aren't following you back, and you're like... I know you followed me back. <laughs> Listen here. Same uh, with Twitter. I'm, oh. I am very vigilant. Anyone that doesn't follow me back, prime spot on my S-H-I-T list. <laughs> he doesn't say my... <laughs> but anyone who 
follow, oh, just people that are specifically on the Instagram and Twitter. If you follow me and then unfollow me the next week, listen, you aren't that special. What? Just buy your followers if you're going to do that. <laughs> and I don't understand, like, it's, there's no way that they're just following you. And then within a week, they're like, okay, I've had enough. I'm fed up. I'm unfollowed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. It's 100% trying to ha- act like they have clout. Like, what are you mad about me posting on Instagram? Like, I haven't posted on there in three weeks. Instagram is dumb to me. Okay. My top piece on my mediocre mountain is inspired by all the drunk people I'm around, and it is Calios. I've never understood the obsession with Calios, but almost every weekend, almost every weekend, it's like, two in the morning, what should we do? Oh, let's order Calios. It'll be here in 45 minutes and only cost my card $14. Perfect. I really, really want this calzone. (laughs) I don't understand it. Like, I've personally never bought a calzone from them because I'm frugal. But why? Like, I've tried it. It's not that good of a... It's not that good of food. I'll agree. It's this greasy thing. It, It just is... Ugh. I'm not a fan at all. Like, I, I am a big fan. My favorite after, like, super late food is either Jeff's Pizza, which I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast last week. Oh, but no, but we should. There is sometimes a little bit of sketchy area or activity around Jeff's at night, so it's kind of fun to eat your pizza and be like, is tonight the night that there's going to be a bare fist brawl in the parking lot? It usually happens at least <laughs> once a month, and that's being not very generous with my estimate. Jeff's Pizza could have been on Mediocre Mountain, but the only reason Jeff's Pizza didn't land on Mediocre Mountain is because of what happens in their parking lot past 11 p.m. at night. And their slices are huge. Yeah. I'm talking a $3 so, slice of pizza as big as your face. Congratulations to Jeff's Pizza for avoiding Mediocre Mountain. Pretty insane. Who needs rough and rowdy bar stool when you can have Jeff's Pizza? <laughs> Jeff's Pizza's right. Uh, but so finally, to top off my mediocre mountain, I'm gonna go ahead and throw Chipotle up there. Listen, I like Chipotle. I'll admit it. It's okay. But the amount of people that freak out about Chipotle and that go there all the time, it it, it bothers me. One because it's not that great. It's expensive. It is super expensive. You have to pay for the guac. Which I guess they have an app you can give. Uh, somebody explained it to me at work the other day, and I still don't understand it. But it's super expensive. It's always busy for some reason in this town. I think Qtoba's better. I, I I'll say it. I think Qtoba's better. And I know for anyone who's listening that knows me, you're gonna go. Well, Noah, you do the same thing with Chick Fil A, and that's reasonable. Somebody could say that. But I think Chipotle's overrated, and the one in Manhattan like oozes. Like in the alley. Like it releases a substance out of the building into that alley. It's like smells back there pretty bad. Also, honorable mentions uh, to the mediocre mountain. People that post through more than three times a day on Instagram. Guys that have very dumb Instagram bios. You're approaching the top of the mountain. People, I'm talking about people that have quotes with specifically Drake lyrics in their Instagram bios. Every time you follow me, I'm not too impressed. Also, the Pac-12 and the Big 10 can get on mediocre mountain and um, stay there. And then Applebee's food. I used to have Apple Music. I uh, recently switched I, I, to Spotify. Apple Music can get 
get on there too, but I said Applebee's. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Thanks to Cameron, Applebee's now on the mountain. <laughs> I I also I'm gonna add two. One Red Robin. Why would oh, I yeah. want to pay so much for a hamburger? The li- no people. <laughs> I went to like after a, like formal. I was like, let's go to Red Robin. I'm like. <laughs> What's Fred Robin? I've never been there. They're like, oh my god, it is so good. Who's I'm ever like, said that? <laughs> I was like, this is a burger. I could have got a four for four at Wendy's. Been more filled up and saved nine dollars. <laughs> One of my friends works at Red Robin. He's gonna hear this. He's gonna be pissed. Sorry. <laughs> the other thing I was gonna add. This is actually probably could have made mediocre mountain. But followers reports on Twitter. Every day you have to tweet out. Oh my gosh. One new person followed me, two people yes. unfollowed me. People that have the thing that's like, I've been unfollowed by two people. And it tweets, welcome to Mediocre Mountain. You know what? We'll just put them on there. <laughs> if Get Mediocre the Mountain was Mount Rushmore, your followers report would be right there. Be first. Take that, Abe Lincoln. You're hitting the curb. <laughs> followers report, new head honcho of mediocre Mount Rushmore. And then um, a special plaque that we can put on Mediocre Mountain on the trail on the way to the top is ESPN whenever they have to cover the SEC. (laughs) Whenever they just fawn over the SEC for four hours, you get a plaque. Wait, the Big 12 exists? (laughs) Yeah, there are other athletic conferences. Uh, Granted, (laughs) we might not be as big, but... I'd like to do a special shout-out if that's cool. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't actually have cable, so I don't get to watch a lot, but it is currently Shark Week. So if you see me walking the streets of Manhattan kind of pretending I have fins, mind your own business. I love Shark Week, but I can't watch it. <laughs> now that we've completed Mediocre Mountain, be sure to tune in next week. I'm sure we'll have some other rendition. Mediocre Mountain will reappear whenever it wants to. Whenever we feel like something needs to <laughs> land on the mountain, we'll just put it on there. We're laying down uh, here. Next, I want to talk about the, is he 16? Yeah, the 16-year-old, um, his first name's Kyle. I'm not even going to give a shot at his last name. And that won $3 million in a solo Fortnite World Championship. A 16-year-old with $3 million. First of all, holy crap. Who would have ever thought, we were talking about this earlier. This is one of those things we are talking about before the show. Who would have thought Fortnite would be able to hold on this long? That's insane. <laughs> one, also, it's crazy to me that Fortnite has... Three million dollars of disposable income. And not just that, like the second place guys got. Oh, they gave out millions, tens of millions, thousands of dollars. Yeah, somebody else won one point eight million. I saw a tweet that was like, someone won one point five million. I saw one of my friends who's a lifeguard. She tweeted out like, some kid found ten dollars on the ground at the pool. Instead of wanting to buy popsicles, he was like, I can buy the next battle pass for Fortnite. (laughs) Which, if you're a kid listening to this. Please use better money management. Uh, I might have done the same thing. I'll I'll admit it. I play Fortnite way too much. More than I don't play it near as often as um, some people. But me and my friends, we we play Fortnite kind of often. If K State could be too, if we could start a Fortnite team at K State, I feel like it would do well. Esports is kind of blowing up. Esports, I K State would absolutely kick ass at Farming Simulator. Oh, because I if anybody else plays Farming Simulator, um, tweet at me at Noah OXNR and I'll I'll link up with you on Farming Simulator. I play the shit out of that. My uh, roommate to be Dylan. He used. To, he went through like a weird phase. Didn't play video games. Didn't really play video game. Went through a two week phase of playing twenty hours a day of Farming Simulator, and then didn't play it after that. A farming Simulator is. Uh, uh, I, 
Listen, if K-State gets an eSports farming simulator team, I'll try out for it. There's a certain fraternity on this campus that I think would do well at farming simulator. To, <laughs> I think there's a couple. It kind of oh, ties hand in hand with... Uh, a club I was in growing up, 4-H. A 4-H? Uh, Anybody who was an FFA or 4-H? <laughs> you gotta try your hand at Farming Simulator, man. Coming this year to the state fair, it's Farming Simulator. They had a, a movie night in the bill. What if they had, like, a video game? Oh, my God. Could jump? you imagine, if, like, let's get the NCAA in on Fortnite and farming. Let's start an eSports division of the NCAA, and we'll do regional championships inside Bramlage. I, I see no holes in that logic whatsoever. <laughs> you know what? We lost Country Stampede. The least we could do is add the eSports NCAA championship to Manhattan. <laughs> Country Stampede is eventually going to... They have to do something they're, they've got to, to replace the revenue that they lost not having that festival. Well, maybe it won't be Country Stampede, but they're definitely going to... I bet Country Stampede regrets leaving Manhattan, oh, and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, the monsoon. I'm you not calling... That I, was a, yeah. You think that was a coincidence? That's that the gods was, that was, forsakening you for leaving Manhattan, yeah, Country Stampede. That to, piss off beside me. We got can, an issue. We can call them Country Stampede all we want now because they've changed their name. We just can't call them by the real name. Well, is there anything else? <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of is uh, Trevor Budman. If you're listening to this after t- replying K State to our list of mediocre thing, I'd like to give you a quick instructional message. Uh, First, I want you to take a toothpick and I want you to take off your shoes. Then, remove your socks, place the toothpick underneath your toenail, and as hard as you can, kick the wall. That's what I think of your your reply to our tweet. I love you very much, Trevor. But you crossed the line with that one. <laughs> For context, if you haven't followed our Twitter, at Right Middle Pod, uh, somebody responded to our mediocre tweet, K-State, don't do that. It says in our bio, it says K-State, the Big 12, and everything in between. So you could imagine it's yeah. going to be K-State. <laughs> We're definitely going to have by... a purple bias. Uh, the freaking header's purple. Trevor, that wasn't cool. Yeah, Trevor, I don't know who you are. But, well, anything else? Let me see if I had oh, anything else in my notes. Uh, quick shout out to Michael Bishop, who followed me on Twitter this week. Oh. That was the peak of my life. <laughs> I was a, it was like 11.30 at night he followed me, and I was just like over the moon, losing my gourd at work. <laughs> I was like, why would Michael... I didn't even follow him first. <laughs> he yeah, he just you. followed me out of the blue. I was like, Michael Bishop just followed me on Twitter? What do I... <laughs> Better text my dad. You remember all those times you thought Colin was a better fisher than me, fisherman than me, and better at everything? Well, Michael Bishop follows me on Twitter now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Be sure and follow us on Twitter at Right Middle Pod. Subscribe to us on Spotify and on SoundCloud. We're going to be on Apple Music soon. This is Noah. I'm Cameron. Uh, again, a special thanks to 91.9 Wildcat FM and everybody at KSDB FM here at K-State. And we'll see you next time. Go Cats.